Welcome to Aunt Blanche's Story Corner, where we've been visiting with that kind old gentleman rabbit, Uncle Wiggily. I've gotten to where I really enjoy being with him, so I believe I'll read a few more of his stories to you before moving on to other adventures. The story I'm going to read today is from a collection of Uncle Wiggily stories by Howard R. Garris called Uncle Wiggily's Adventures. Story number one in this collection is Uncle Wiggily Starts Off. So, are you ready to listen? And is the switch turned on for your imagination? Great. Then let's see what happens when Uncle Wiggily starts off. Uncle Wiggily Longhears, the nice old gentleman rabbit, hopped out of bed one morning and started to go to the window to see if the sun was shining. But no sooner had he stepped on the floor than he cried out, Oh, ouch! Oh, dear me, and a potato pancake! Oh, I believe I've stepped on a tack. Sammy Littletail must have left it there. How careless of him! You see, this was the same Uncle Wiggily of whom I've told you in the bedtime books. The very same Uncle Wiggily. He was an uncle to Sammy and Susie Littletail, the rabbit children, and also to Billy and Johnny Bushytail, the squirrel boys, and to Alice and Lulu and Jimmy Wibblewobble, the duck children. And I have written for you books about all those characters. Now, I thought I'd write something just about Uncle Wiggily himself, though, of course, I'll tell you what all his nephews and nieces did, too. Well, when Uncle Wiggily felt that sharp pain, he stood still for a moment and wondered what could have happened. Yes, I'm almost sure it was a tack, he said. I must pick it up so no one else will step on it. So Uncle Wiggily looked on the floor but there was no tack there, only some crumbs from a sugar cookie that silly little tail had eaten the night before when her uncle had told her her go-to-sleep story. Oh, I know what it was. It must have been my rheumatism that gave me the pain, said the old gentleman rabbit as he looked for his red, white, and blue crutch striped like a barber pole. He found it under the bed, and then he managed to limp to the window. Surely enough, the sun was shining. I'll certainly have to do something about this rheumatism, said Uncle Wiggily as he carefully shaved himself by looking in the glass. I guess I'll see Dr. Possum. So after breakfast, when Sammy and Susie had gone to school, Dr. Possum was telephoned for, and he called to see Uncle Wiggily. Huh! Hmm, exclaimed the doctor, looking very wise. You have the rheumatism very bad, Mr. Longears. Why, I knew that before you came, said the old gentleman rabbit, blinking his eyes. What I want is something to cure it. Hmm, said Dr. Possum, again looking very wise. I think you need a change of air. You must travel about. Go on a journey. Get out and see strange birds and pick out some pretty flowers. You don't get enough exercise. Exercise enough, cried Uncle Wiggily. Why, my goodness me sakes alive in a bunch of lilacs. 
Don't I play checkers almost every night with Grandfather Goosey Gander? That is not enough, said the doctor. You must travel here and there and see things. Very well, said Uncle Wiggily. Then I will travel. I'll pack my valise at once and I'll go off and seek my fortune. And maybe on the way I can lose this rheumatism. So the next day, Uncle Wiggily started out with his crutch and his valise packed full of clean clothes and something to eat. Oh, we're very sorry you have to go, dear uncle, said Susie Littletail. But we hope you'll come back good and strong. Thank you, said Uncle Wiggily, as he kissed the two rabbit children and their mama and shook hands with Papa Littletail. Then off the old gentleman bunny hopped with his crutch. Well, he hadn't gone very far, over the hills and down a road and through the woods, and as the sun got higher and warmer, his rheumatism began to feel better. I do believe Dr. Possum was right, said Uncle Wiggily. Traveling is just the thing for me. And he felt so jolly that he whistled a little tune about a peanut wagon, which roasted lemonade and boiled and frizzled Easter eggs that Mrs. Cluck Cluck laid. Huh, where are you going? Suddenly asked a voice as Uncle Wiggily finished the tune. I'm going to seek my fortune, replied Uncle Wiggily. Who are you, pray? Oh, I'm a friend of yours, said the voice. And Uncle Wiggily looked all around, but he couldn't discover anyone. But where are you? The puzzled old gentleman rabbit wanted to know. I can't see you. No, and for a very good reason, answered the voice. You see, I have very weak eyes, and if I came out in the sun with my smoked glasses on, I might get blind. So I have to hide down in this hollow stump. Then put your glasses on and come out where I can see you, invited the old gentleman rabbit. And all the while he was trying to remember where he'd heard that voice before. At first he thought it might be Grandfather Goosey Gander or Uncle Butter the goat, yet it didn't sound like either of them. I have sent my glasses to the store to be fixed, so I can't wear them out, went on the voice. But if you're seeking your fortune, I know the very place where you can find it. Where? asked Uncle Wiggily eagerly. Right down in this hollow stump, was the reply. There are all kinds of fortunes here, and you may take any kind you like, Mr. Longhears. Huh, that is very nice, thought the rabbit. I've not had to travel far before finding my fortune. I wonder if there's a cue for rheumatism in that stump, too. So he asked about it. Ah, of course, your rheumatism can be cured in here, came the quick voice. In fact, I guarantee to cure any disease, measles, chicken pox, mumps, and even toothache. So if you have any friends that want cured, send them to me. I wish I could find out who you are, spoke the rabbit. I seem to know your voice, but I can't think of your name. Oh, you'll know me as soon as you see me, said the voice. Just hop down inside this hollow stump and find your fortune as good as made, and your rheumatism will soon be gone. Hop right down. 
Well, Uncle Wiggily didn't like the looks of the black hole inside the stump, and he peered into it to see what he could. But it was so black that all he could see was something like a lump of coal. Well, Dr. Possum said I needed a change of scene and some adventures, said the rabbit, so I guess I'll chance it. I'll go down and perhaps I may find my fortune. Then, carefully holding his crutch in his satchel, Uncle Wiggily hopped down inside the stump. He felt something soft and furry and fuzzy pressing close to him. And at first he thought he'd bumped into Dottie or Willie Lampkin. But then, all of a sudden, a harsh voice cried out, Ha! Now I've got you. I was just wishing someone would come along with my dinner, and you did. Get in here and see if you can find your fortune, Uncle Wiggily. And with that, what should happen but that big black bear who'd been hiding in the stump, pushed Uncle Wiggily into a dark closet and locked the door. And there the poor rabbit was, and the bear was getting ready to eat him up. But don't worry. We'll find a way to get him out. But I tell you what, I'm so curious. I'm going to go right on to the next story about how Uncle Wiggily gets out of the bear's den. At first, after he found himself shut up in the bear's dark closet, Uncle Wiggily didn't know what to think. He just sat there on the edge of a chair and tried to look around and see something, but it was too black, so he couldn't. Hmm, perhaps this is only a joke, thought the old gentleman rabbit, though I never knew a black bear to joke before, but perhaps it is. I'll ask him. So Uncle Wiggily called out, "'Is this a joke, Mr. Bear?' "'Not a bit of it,' was the growling answer. "'You'll soon see what's going to happen to you. "'I'm getting the fire ready now.' "'Getting the fire ready for what? "'The adventure for my fortune?' asked the rabbit, "'for he still hoped the bear was only joking with him. "'Ready to cook you,' was the reply. "'That's what the fire's for.' And the bear gnashed his teeth together, something terrible. And with his sharp claws, he clawed big splinters off the stump. And with them, he started the fire in the stove with the splinters, I mean, not with his claws. The blazing fire made it a little brighter in the hollow stump, which was the black bear's den. And Uncle Wiggily could look out the crack in the door and see what a savage fellow this shaggy bear was. You see, that bear just hid in the stump, waiting for helpless animals to come along. And then he'd trick them into jumping down inside of it. And there was no word of truth about him having sore eyes or about him having to wear dark spectacles either. Oh, my, I guess this is the end of my adventures, thought the rabbit. I should have been more careful. Well, I wish I could see Sammy and Susie before he eats me, but I'm afraid I can't. I shouldn't have jumped down here. But as Uncle Wiggily happened to think of Sammy Littletail, the boy rabbit, he also thought of something else. And this was that Sammy had put something in the old gentleman's rabbit valise that morning before his uncle had started off. 
if you ever get into trouble, Uncle Wiggily, Sammy said, this may come in useful to you. Uncle Wiggily didn't look at the time to see what it was his nephew put in the valise, but he made up his mind he would do so now. So he opened his satchel, and there, among other things, was a long piece of thin but strong rope, and pinned to it was a note which read, Dear Uncle Wiggily, this is good to help you if you need to get out of a window in case of fire. Oh, my goodness, exclaimed Uncle Wiggily. That's fine. There, the bear is making a fire to cook me with his rope, and I can get away from it now. Now, if there's only a window in this closet, I'm all right. So he looked, and sure enough, there was a window. And with his crutch, Uncle Wiggily raised it. Then he threw out his satchel, and he tied the rope to a hook on the window sill. And being a strong old gentleman, he crawled out the window and slid down the cord. And Uncle Wiggily got out just as the bear opened the closet door to grab him and put him in the pot. And when the savage black creature saw his fine rabbit dinner getting away, he was angry as anything. Really, he was. Here, come back here, cried the bear. But of course, Uncle Wiggily knew better than to come back. He slid down the rope to the ground, and then he cut off as much of the rope as he could and put it in his pocket, for he didn't know when he might need it again. Then, catching up his valise, he ran on and on before the bear could get to him. It was still quite dark in a place in which Uncle Wiggily was, for you see he was underground, down by the roots of the stump. But he looked ahead and saw a little glimmer of light, and then he knew he could get out. Limping on his crutch and carrying his valise, he went on and on, and pretty soon he came out of a dark cave and found himself on the bank of a nice little brook that was running over mossy green stones. Ha! Huh, this is better than being in a bear's den, exclaimed the old gentleman. My, I was so frightened that I forgot about my rheumatism hurting me. That was an adventure, all right. And Sammy was a good boy to think of that strong cord. Now, what shall I do next? Well, we're going to have to wait until the next story to find out what Uncle Wiggily decided to do next. Sammy Littletail certainly was a smart little friend to think that Uncle Wiggily might need a strong rope on his adventure. That helped him escape so that he could write more stories for us. Join me again in Aunt Blanche's Story Corner. <laughs>